Pace Podcast. Weird. Hello! Aaron yeah. couldn't be here this week. This is just Craig running the show. That's not true. Half the audience just left. Now, now we got to get them back. No, more than half. 90% of the audience just left. What are you saying? Oh, just joking. My name's Aaron. <clears throat> no, I, I'm out. I'm and, not, I'm, I, and I am here. This is Craig. Hello, you, this is Craig. This is the Weird News Podcast, where we bring you the best in weird news coverage twice each week. Or we at least we bring you some weird news coverage. We uh, release episodes every Friday and every Monday because, Craig, we'd like to start the week with our listener and end the week with our listener, and then they got the weekend free. Yeah, we want to end their week. Yeah. <laughs> Which, whichever part they listen to. It, it, hey, so, uh, we're at episode 198, which means we've got this one and two more, and we're done. That's it. Yeah, we're out of the hundreds. Yeah. Kaput. We're at number 200. Yeah, we hadn't decided what we're going to do exactly yet. Probably have a podcast you episode. Maybe. 200 for sure. 200. Yeah. We're, we'll get Probably there Probably have sure. a giant statue erected out front of uh, in front of Leeberry Studios. I'll tell you somebody who's going to be disappointed if we don't come back for 201. Who? Uh, one Green Bay Packers 2. Who is that? I don't know who that is, but they left us a very nice this review. F- f- funny. <laughs> it does. It says f- f- funny. Five-star review there on the iTunes that said, I'd pay twice the money for this much funny. That's marketing right there. Lay your money down. That is marketing. Thank you very much, One Green Bay Packers 2. Your name has been added to the prize pool. Yay! And speaking of the prize pool... I got a message from a... uh, from a good buddy of ours this week. Want to know how, why I hadn't won yet? We've given away so much. Hey, we don't. We don't rig the numbers. You know, we keep it honest. We let Siri choose the number. That's right. I'm talking about Mr. Walker, by the way. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I kind of like this little game uh, theme song. We may stick with it. You think maybe it'll end sometime soon? Oh yeah. I'll, I'll just cut it short real quick. Okay. If you're if you're unaware, we're about to play the game called Stump the Chump, where I'm going to play a cover song, an '80s song covered by a band other than the original band. Craig has to guess the name of the song or else. You know what today's prize is? What? It is... <clears throat> there's no name brand on this. Anyway, it's, it's, it's pretty fancy. It's a zoom telephoto lens, wide angle and macro lens. It's it's for your, it goes on your phone, I think. Yeah, it's a full kit. It's, it's a, a it's a full kit. It's and a it, lens kit. I like how they even go as far as to say 4K video. It's not it's a it's a lens. It's not the what the heck. <laughs> but it's, it's a 12x it, zoom telephoto lens, wide angle and macro for for a mobile phone. It's got uh, all kinds of fun in a little box here, and it could be yours as soon as I screw up and can't get the song. So if, if Craig doesn't guess the title of the song I'm about to play, that means somebody's about to win uh, the lens kit for, for your phone. You ready, Craig? You ready for this song? I am ready. I'm surprised you don't have it already. It sounds familiar. You, you know it. Oh, I know I know it. Ah! Oh! It's, uh, it's, uh, Dead or Alive. Yeah, that's the band. Yeah, it's, uh, Round the, oh, uh, You Spin Me Round. That's it. Yeah, You Spin Me Round. It's covered, uh, 
covered by a band there called Dope. They're dope. They are dope. I tell you what, man. Pete Burns. Have you seen that guy lately? The I guy, have the not. lead singer. No. Wow. <laughs> what, what do you mean, wow? <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's just say he's a little. Uh, uh, how, plump? Do you, how do you say? Would this? you say plump? No. Oh. No. He's he's, he's somewhere in a gender gender neutral zone. Okay. And he's had some tragic plastic surgery. Oh no. And uh, maybe maybe we'll see him on botched. I tell you what, man. He, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you a picture right now. I'm gonna get your reaction live, okay? Go ahead. Pete. I mean, we're just, we just have a podcast going. But that's okay. okay. You know, okay. we got time. Whatever. Okay. You, it's know our what, show. you know, he looked like that. Yes. Okay. I remember? Oh my good gosh! <laughs> <laughs> that can't, that can't be him. That's him. Oh my goodness, man. He looks like someone took some rubber lips and stuck them to his head. Oh, that's freaky. Yeah. Freaky. All right. Look at that. Now that I'm... Is that Gwen, Gwen Stefani <laughs> that's as Devin, that's Pete not, Burns? That is not Gwen Stefani. Not as I know her. Okay. Uh, golly, now that you've done messed with my I mind... I told you, man. It, oh. It's just... It's crazy. Let's get with this. Top story. Burglar wakes up couple. You know why? Why? To ask them if he could have their Wi-Fi password. Are you serious? Yeah, he wants to use their Wi-Fi password. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me. He has, little, he has a little striped shirt on and his little little beanie hat on. <laughs> and black and his little black mask. mask. He's like, like a hey, raccoon. Hey, hey, if you don't mind. Hey, can I, hey, 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 I, can I, I just need to check I my email you, real I quick. Need, hey, can I have you? Hey, 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 wake up. I want to post hey, hey, a wake, selfie. Wake up. Hey, wake up. Wait, I need your password. What? A 60-something couple. Well, their password's probably password then. Yeah, probably. In Palo Alto, got an unpleasant surprise on like Sunday. Like you're not almost 60. <laughs> You're closer than I am. Got an unpleasant surprise on Sunday when they woke up in the middle of the night to find a mask intruder. He was masked. Oh, wow. In their bedroom. He said he wanted to use the couple's Wi-Fi network. The burglar didn't get the Wi-Fi password he was looking for, however. The man leapt out of the way. Well, he leaped, they said. Yeah. Out of, a, out of the bed and confronted the man. I thought the man was the burglar the way they wrote that. Intruder confrontation, Craig, is what it was. The man... It was an intruder confrontation. Yes. And confronted... That's the, the band name of the night, intruder confrontation. <laughs> or actually, I like you. You actually like better than that. What confront the intruder? No, I don't, that could be the first album. That's easier to say. That's the first album. Intruder confrontation. Do is we the need to start splitting this into band names and album names? The first album is confront the intruder. Okay, confront the intruder. Okay, the man leaped out of bed to confront the intruder, shoving him down the hallway and out the front door. He then immediately called the police. Way to go, Gramps. The troublemaker was arrested by police minutes later. No one was injured in the confrontation. Palo Alto, uh, Palo Alto police declined to name the 17-year-old suspect because they said his parents should have done that. He was arrested for burglary, a felony, as well as misdemeanor charges of prowling. He was also arrested for providing false information to a police officer. According to police, he initially lied about his identity when he was apprehended. The intruder had gotten into the house by cutting a screen covering an open window in the side yard, according to the police statement. Remarkably, it wasn't the suspect's only legal dubious attempt to get Wi-Fi access that week, um, that weekend, rather. Just before midnight, the previous night, police said the same young man was found prowling, prowling, <laughs> he around, loves cats. Yeah, around outside another Palo Alto home. When the house's uh, residents came out and confronted him, he asked to use their Wi-Fi network because he was out of data. <laughs> Is this one of my kids? It's, it may be. Maybe one of my kids. Let's hope it's not E. They told... No, he's good with his data. It's the middle one. Oh, he's not used, 17 the, yet It's either. the middle one that's used up all her data this month. What's she's she got doing? like a week to go. What? 
I'm like the data police. I know. You're they, pretty mean to your kids. Well, no, they've got 20 gig that they've got to share between four people. Do the quick math. It's five gig a piece. Wow. And you give them an inch, they take a yard. Yeah. And when they get to that five gig, ow, oh, off. What the? Chop. Bing. Data's gone. <laughs> Because it's not fair to everybody else. No, it's not. And if we get to the end of the month and there's data left over, it, yeah. ro- it rolls over. Yeah. Well, look at there. And she's already used up. So she's even if any had rolled over, she's out. She's out. She can't get any data. Get her some data. I, if it wasn't so expensive, I'd just go ahead and get them unlimited. But it's, Get her it, some data. No. She's she, a sweetheart. She needs to learn to save her data for a rainy day. She's my favorite underhill. You don't know her well enough to say that. <laughs> anyway... They told him to get lost when he asked for the day, when he asked for their Wi-Fi. Yeah, get lost. He rode away on a bike that turned out to be stolen from their own backyard. <laughs> he rode off on their bike. Police were able to recover the bike from the suspect uh, following the second burglary, and he may face an additional charge for stealing the bike. Hey, you want to hear a stolen bike story? We don't. We don't have the random Craig thing. We don't know. So get 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 Glenna. Okay. Uh, you don't you don't want to poke her with a snake? No, don't, sir. Don't get her upset. No, sir. Get her to tell you the story sometime about how someone stole her brother's bike when she was a kid. Her family was driving down the road, looked over, and saw... It could have been any bike. They saw his bike on the back of this truck, and her dad was convinced and chased the people down, and it was actually his bike. Got it back? We're ta- Yes, but we're talking... The odds. Bike goes missing. You're driving down the road. There it is. A truck comes by. You spot it from that distance and know, oh, wait, that's his bike. Wow. And it literally was his bike. How about that? Huh. At the end of the story, everyone's happy. So this truck went by. Truck went by, and the bike was in the back. He called it a spy. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> Two wheels. I spied a bicycle. Get Glenna to tell you. It's, it's, a, it's a... I will, but first we got this. Got a little story here from our buddy Mark Patch. Sent to us on the Facebook Messenger. Or somewhere. Sent to us from Mark. Watch out. Freaky snake hole. Freaky snake hole. He said, Freaky the snake hole man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, headline is Boy Age Six survives two venomous snake bites within eight days and prayed that he would survive. This is from, comes to us from Australia, Craig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have the... Our new soundboard doesn't have the Australian well, theme yeah, on this, it. This whole... As, as a reminder from the last episode... Yeah. Our soundboard went kaplooey. Oh, it was terrible. It hurt our ears, actually, and when it happened. we're taking uh, 100% of the proceeds that come in from this podcast <laughs> and know. spending it towards a brand new... You know what I just realized? We didn't pick a winner for the lens kits. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so... I just looked over and saw the lens kit sitting there. I thought, who am I going to mail that to? Oh, I don't know. You think right now people are going, hey, what the heck's going on? <laughs> they didn't pick a they winner. They didn't pick a winner for the contest. <laughs> Why are they talking like that? I don't know. Well, let's do that real quick. Then we'll get back to the headline or uh-huh. to, to the boy. All right. I'm going to open up the old prize uh, <laughs> the prize pool now. We're really, we're, really uh, tr- we're pulling some trickery this time. <laughs> Man, this is crazy. If you want to get into the prize pool, just it's real easy to do. Leave us a review either on uh, Facebook or on iTunes, and then that's how you get your name. We'll add your name automatically. Uh, to to the prize pool, just like uh, one Green Bay Packers to, to, did tonight. To the pie, poop, to the pie, to okay, the pool, Craig, to the pool. give to me a number between one. Let's see, I've got to take the last winner out of here. One and seventy-nine. Give me a random number between one and seventy-nine. Magic box. 
It's 14. Number 14. 14. Going back a ways. Uh, two noobs, two cents. Hmm. Congratulations, two noobs, two cents. You have won. If you get a hold of us in a week. Yeah, uh, get get in touch with us via Facebook or uh, from our website at weirdnewspodcast.com. Send us your uh, email or no, your mail address and I'll get this in the mail to you. This is the most discombobulated episode. <laughs> Man. So back to what we're talking about. Okay. About Congratulations if you, if you get two with noobs, us. Two noobs, two cents. Thank you very yeah, much. Thank you. So... Um, but we're, we're this is kind of how the past two episodes have been. It's just been crazy. It's because we're out of sorts, is what it is. We're out of sorts because you you know a, a critical part of the show goes you know on vacation. Yes, randomly. Yeah, no notice. Nah, it just takes off. So what I'm saying is we're taking 100 percent of all the proceeds that we make from this podcast, and so far we have. <laughs> let me see the grand total. No money. <laughs> Wait, you missed the decimal point. It's zero. Zero yeah. point zero zero dollars. <laughs> To replace the uh, the said device or get it repaired. Now would be the time for us to start a Patreon. Yeah, it really yeah. would. So we can find out who loves us then. Or go fund go fund my iPad go, repair. Go fund his iPad repair. <laughs> okay, so before we stopped to pick a winner, I can't believe we missed that. Well, How funny. Uh, you know what it is? You showed me the photo of the lead singer, what he looks like now, and that just completely that is my, I did. I, I took us off the messed rails. Messed me up. Well, so anyway, you were messed up before. The headline is, boy age six survives two venomous snake bites within eight days and prayed that he would survive. Well, of course he did. Okay, an Australian boy. He didn't pray he wouldn't survive. An Australian. Oh, Lord, please don't let me survive. If he was in enough pain, he may have said, go ahead and take me home. Maybe. Take me home. Are you done? An Australian boy has already looked death in the face twice. After he was bitten by a venomous snake... Does on, anyone actually look face... I mean, death in the face? On two separate occasions within eight days of each other. First of all, this is in Australia. It, it doesn't surprise me that someone was bitten twice no, in eight that, days that, by a venomous actually, snake. Actually, if he would have been bitten three times, it would have yeah, been, been news. Same thing. That would have been news. No, no, same thing. It would take like seven before it would yeah, be Yeah, because it's so, they're in their boots, they're in their trees, it, they're in their houses. It, it must be that he's so young, age six. Joel Canning Six reported, uh, reportedly approached his mom calmly shortly after the first bite occurred seven months ago and asked about heaven, Seven News reported. Yeah, because I'm going to see it in a minute. He asked me, if you get bitten by a venomous snake in Pippa! Australia, do you go to heaven? <laughs> Pippa Canning, the boy's mother, told the news outlet. <laughs> Pippa! I said, yes, and then he went on down, and then he went down. Oh, he, he must have collapsed. Does this lady really have this, or the does this person really have the same name as that dog? Yeah, Pippa, yeah. Pippa? Pippa Canning, yes. Uh, Canning says she and her husband... We did, can't make that up. No. Then, then performed CPR and rushed the boy, who was allegedly struggling to breathe, to a local hospital <laughs> where he received the antivenom. He was then flown to Perth for further treatment. Uh, they had to take him to the uh, Perth department, the hospital there. You, you <clears> I got to <throat> imagine, the six-year-old kid... That's a small kid. It, it, how about if he asked if you get bitten by a venomous snake in Australia? Do you still go to heaven? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. like well, you should know better than to be in Australia, mate. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, darn him for living, being born there. Less than eight days later. So he gets he gets well, gets out of the hospital. Less than eight days later, Canning said her son came close to death again when he was bitten uh, by what is believed to be a western brown snake for the second They're, time. They found out that he keeps playing in this. I, I'm playing with my friends. <laughs> It's, it's a snake den. <laughs> it's my squishy friends. My squishy friends. They like worms. Joel told Seven News that he prayed he would survive the ordeal for a second time. I did. I prayed that my prayer would come true. 
He told the news outlet, Western brown snakes, we've talked about them at length here. Horrible animals. Evil, evil animals. Western brown snakes are found largely throughout Australia, and while it's believed to be less aggressive than the eastern brown snake, which is just Satan. Well, if, they, if you learned anything from Wizard of Oz, there's the east and the west. Yeah, western and brown snakes are, are friendlier. They're, yeah, and the, yeah. nor, the ones from the north. They're, they're, they're evil. All, no, no, the north ones are always nice. Oh, it's yeah, the, the ones north from ones the right. east. The east ones are the evil ones. Yeah, they're, they're the worst. It's still considered highly dangerous according to Australian Geographic. The species delivers three times as much venom as the eastern brown snake, but bites are typically difficult to see. So while Canning said her son now suffers from anxiety, I bet. I yeah, can't blame him. At, at school about snakes. Probably because she keeps leaving rubber snakes all over the house. <laughs> she said his emergencies have reinforced their belief in the importance of knowing first aid. And I would say in the belief of the importance of knowing prayer, too, because obviously somebody's listening. That's just crazy. How about that? Because that kid, I mean, that's a really small kid. Yeah, it really is. Oh, I, saw, I was going to tell you before you rudely pushed the button. <laughs> his new soundboard's a little sensitive. Hey, where's the surprise button? Oh, this one? Fecal surprise. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Woman. 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 Woman poops inside Washington store, buys baby wipes, and leaves. Gross. I wonder if it's the same one that was at Tim Hortons. (laughs) (laughs) Never know. She's just getting used to it now. A mystery woman walked into a store in Washington, pooped, bought baby wipes, and left. It's a disgusting story of a woman who went number two in aisle one. (laughs) Employees at the Prospector liquidation store. <laughs> they sell panning <laughs> panning materials. I just don't like where this I don't like the angle this story just took. It's this this turn. <laughs> liquidation liquidation store gross. in Longview, Washington said the woman walked into the business to do her business <laughs> on Tuesday around noon. I saw her coming in, she said hi and went off <laughs> shopping. And then I really didn't see her again until she came back to the checkout. Said she, an she looked about two pounds lighter. The woman I paid. Said, I said, have you lost weight recently? <laughs> yeah. and she said, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> the woman pay, uh, paid cash for some rubber gloves and, ironically, baby wipes. That's not irony, by no. the way. That's not irony at all, Uh-oh. actually. Let's clear this up. Let's clear no, this up. It's uh, a little ironic, don't you think? <laughs> it's not actually ir- irony. Where it's, is uh, Alanis Morissette? Um, she then left the store, and she also left something behind. <laughs> Nasty. That was just weird. After see after we've seen the video, we're like, and then she bought stuff. <laughs> we're like, said another worker. <laughs> I went over there by the tarps, and you couldn't miss it. Oh. <laughs> Did she go on the tarp? <laughs> I hope so. It'd been much easier to get rid of. When the workers reviewed surveillance video, they saw the woman who was wearing medical scrubs make her way to aisle one, squat, and mm. poop. <laughs> The employee said the woman didn't even ask to use the bathroom. Under Longview's <laughs> municipal code, it's illegal to relieve yourself where such an act could be observed by any member of the public. That's a good law. The crime is a misdemeanor. Police who, is are, who, who is Mr. Mainer? That's no, Miss. Oh, Miss. Miss, miss Dermainer. <laughs> Police are trying to identify the woman who they feel may strike again. I've never seen, a, I've never seen the woman before. I don't know why Ted Kennedy is telling this story. (laughs) She isn't a customer of ours. I was more than prepared to give her the benefit of the doubt. I suspect she was caught short. (laughs) 
Oops, gotta go. Once is unfortunate, twice is a coincidence, but I really don't want a third time. <laughs> he said poop me once. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Poop me twice. We don't get pooped again. Get pooped again. <laughs> <laughs> he said if it happens again, he's going to send the footage to police. And they said no thanks. They said you can keep it. Our staff has to clean this up. Well, yeah, Jim somebody's said. got to. The perpetrator of this incident. The perpetrator. Who are you, Ethan? Yeah, yeah. The perpetrator. <laughs> the perpetrator of this incident is obviously in need of assistance of some sort. I'll say. And all of us at Porter's Liquor Pyramont. <laughs> Pyramont? Wait a minute. Pyramont? I thought it was liquidation uh, I something. I thought it was too. It was liquidation. Li- <laughs> <laughs> we hope I hardly get, even know her. We hope that. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> we don't wish that. I don't even. I'm just gonna keep going. We don't wish them any harm or shame, but we do wish they'd cease using our rear lane as a point oh, of relief. No pun intended. As it's particularly distasteful having to clean up the remains. Sure, it is. On Tuesday morning, I had an appointment to attend. As I left the shop, I was met by yet another large deposit. <laughs> Because we are unsure of why this kept happening and who was allowing it, we decided to check the CCTV footage. My favorite channel. Yes. To see what was going on. (laughs) You can imagine our shock and dismay to discover what we have now seen. Oh, my goodness. It just keeps going. Fecal surprises everywhere. Fecal surprise. This woman has an issue because we... Another person has an issue. No, not that one, Aaron. What is wrong with you? It's these little bitty buttons on the new sound machine. Did you get them from Florida? Did you get that, that sound machine from Florida? Yes, the, I Mi- the Miami sound machine? <laughs> okay. All right, Craig, uh, you may not remember this, but a few, uh, quite a few episodes ago, I think this may be in back before we hit 100, we had the story of the uh, serial poo jogger in Australia, down under, mate. Dropping things down under. He was leaving chocolate thunders from down unders where he should not. You know what I'm saying? That's gross. But anyway, headline is another serial poo jogger has been caught leaving gifts in Australia. So another serial poo jogger is on the loose in Australia and the owner of a wine shop. That's bizarre because the last story about the woman poo uh, person was a liquor stop. This is Porter's Liquor. Yeah, now we've got an Australian wine shop where she has been spotted regularly relieving herself, is determined to track her down. Horrid staff at... No, wait, this is the same place, Greg. What? what? It's the same what? place. What? What? <laughs> what? Okay, I'm going to read what? my story. What? 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 <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read the same story again. All right. Uh, horrified staff at Porter's Liquors in Sydney. That was the name of the last place, right? No. Oh, was it not? No, Liquidators. <laughs> No, it's Porter's Liquor Liquor no. Pyramid. Look at the... Uh, Porter's Liquor Pyramont. So, okay, so this is Porter Liquor uh, Pyramont. <laughs> this is the exact same story, what? but it's on here. What? Disgusted store owner Jim Schlick said... He, Schwilk. Schwilk said it was the second time his car in his car park has been used in such a way... And has I'm beginning re- to suspect the management of Porter Liquors. <laughs> has released and has released CCTV of her latest dump and dash. So she came back and did it again. That's what happened. Band name. 
Uh, what? Dump and dash. <laughs> Dump and dash. <laughs> <laughs> so the video speaks for itself. Jim is now appealing for the phantom pooper to seek appropriate assistance. You wear that mask that the guy wears in Phantom of the Opera? In hopes releasing the footage. Releasing something. <laughs> I bet she was releasing some footage. <laughs> She's probably releasing a lot of footage. The, 60 year, the 61-year-old described the situation as awful, mate. Around 10 days ago, we came across a rather large well, deposit. That, well, that last story was in Washington. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure about that? It just had the same. Well, yeah. Yeah, it does. Woman That's right. poops inside Washington. Okay, now this storm. is just too weird then. This whole well, thing. Well, it belongs on this show. Oh, my goodness. I put it down as a bad experience and thought someone had let their dog do it. I thought it must have been a very large dog. I thought, what are you carrying around there, a bear? A, a bear? Yeah, but that's, the, the dog wasn't feeling very well. What? That's the end. <laughs> that's the end. Of the, I, this whole, these last two stories have just bamboozled. Like you, you know, just, this whole episode. I feel like you just gave up on that story at the end. Well, because it's, I'm confused. And for one thing, you're showing me pictures of guys with lips the size of Massachusetts. It looked like those wax lips you'd buy. It uh, looked even worse. Yeah. I've never seen wax lips that big until this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. A woman tried to bribe Wait officers. Wait a minute. You want to try reading that again? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You were talking about Pete Burns, and I, I, it messed me up. A man. Yeah, there you go. A man tried to bribe officers. You know what he tried to bribe him with? Oh, I can only guess. Donuts. Yes. Now, see, if I was a cop, that would probably work with me. A Frederick man. Why don't they just call him Frederick? <laughs> didn't do himself any favors when city Freddy? police said he tried to bribe several officers with donuts in exchange for letting him go. <laughs> that sounds like it could work. I'm telling you. Krispy Kreme oh, at no. that. I'll, I'll take Don't get ahead of my story. I'm just telling. I got excited. You know, it's three, my favorite. Three names. Matthew Tyler Rosenberg. MTR. You ever listen to MTR? Yeah, I used to. <laughs> it's kind of boring. <clears throat> no, I think about their albums. Oh, yeah. MTR, yeah. He's 25. He told officers he worked at Krispy Kreme and uh, promised to give them donuts if they allowed him to just uh, go home. Yeah, look, I'll give you guys donuts. I'm sorry. I, I'll hook I you mean, up. I didn't mean to do you whatever it is. You my car up with Krispy Kremes. Maybe we'll talk. Yeah. According to the charging documents filed in Frederick County, he's got his own county district court. <laughs> oh, no, his name's Matthew. That's right. Rosenberg was in um, handcuffs and was under arrest when they tried to detain him at 1123 p.m. Thursday on Linden Avenue. Oh. While it may have seemed like Rosenberg was referring to the stereotype that police officers love donuts, who doesn't? <laughs> you don't have to be a cop. Sergeant Jonathan Shatlock, like Matlock. Isn't he the guy that played in... Uh uh, <laughs> no, it's Shatner. William Shatner's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Star whatever, Trek. Whatever, Shatlock. Star Trek. Yeah, uh, Shatner. Yeah, yeah. A supervisor of the unit that made the arrest said Rosenberg made the offer to multiple officers repeatedly. He's going to keep trying until somebody takes his offer. I believe that he was serious. Sure he was. Shatlock said when he reached, uh, when reached for comment. You have to reach the guy to get a comment. <laughs> he also offered... Uh, another officer money to let him go free. He said, I got $2.73 right here. It's all yours. He's like, kid, that wouldn't buy me one Krispy Kreme. (laughs) All right, let's talk donuts. (laughs) Uh, I believe he was serious. Uh, In addition to uh, resisting arrest, Rosenberg was charged with attempting to bribe a public employee, a misdemeanor that carries a penalty of two to 12 years in prison, a fine from $100 to $5,000 or both. Good grief. What if, he, what if he gets 12-year sentence and $5,000 fine? Thursday's incident began when Rosenberg and another man were approached by a detective on the department's street crimes unit late Thursday as the men were walking down Linden Avenue looking into parked cars charging documents state. 
No crime was committed, but Officer Michael Murphy grew increasingly suspicious as he watched the men through binoculars um, from where he was sitting in an unmarked car down the street. Officer Murphy believed that the two guys were looking into vehicles to see if there were any items worth stealing, Shetlock said. I think they were looking to see if there were donuts. No, he had to hook up on donuts. He didn't need that. That's true, if he really worked there. You, you know I'm a huge fan of the show called Live PD, right? I, I think a lot of yeah, people... Yeah, what's the, da- it, what's the dash one called? Uh, it's called PD Cam. PD Cam. And it's, I'm a huge fan of that one, too. But Live PD, last week, they, had a sto- they showed a cop walking up to a window, and there was a blonde lady in the seat behind the wheel, and he asked for her license, and she reached in her purse and pulled out a huge amount of money. And she looked out of her passenger side window and stuck the money out the door. I don't know if she didn't see the cameras or what, but he said, uh, he said, what is that? And she said, how much? And he said, uh, I need your license and your registration. She said, kind of giving her two chances there. Yeah. And he, she said, no, how much, how much do I owe you? And he said, what are you trying to do? And she, and then she looked at the cameras and saw the cameras and, and she was like, she just kind of threw a fit. It was pretty People are interesting. I, I, tell you, I told you a story. Somebody told me one time when we were in high school back in the early 1920s. <laughs> Speak for yourself, old when, man. When Tennessee first got their... Do we, we may have talked about this on another show. When Tennessee first got their license, the, the picture license, we went from the paper ones to the photos. Yeah. It was like in that little that little uh, pocket. Yeah. Little, it yeah. was like a little piece of plastic that your your photo, the license slid into this little... It wasn't even, it wasn't uh, even like... <laughs> Uh, what am I trying to say? Not embossed. Um, laminated. No. It was like a little slot. It was like a, like a, a wallet. Pack. A yeah, little wallet. It was just like a look. And somebody, somebody told me that they had $20 stuck in it because they had just shorts. They were, had their license and they were going off to do stuff. <laughs> oh, no. And they handed the cop the... Uh, this is what they told me. I'm just true. They handed the cop the license to show it. Forgot it was in there. The guy handed the license back and the 20 was gone. No, are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? How funny. <laughs> Did, were, did you start driving early enough to have the the green license that you we actually had to cut them out with scissors and fold them yeah, over? Yeah, that's what we originally had. Yeah. And, and then right around the time we were in eleventh grade, maybe they um, the picture ones yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah, and we had to go get those again. But we had to, it took us forever because we had to get on the horse in the carriage to go, <laughs> to go get it. All right, we got a story. This might make me angry before we're done with it. Although it's quite funny. You don't yell at me for singing along with that one. Headline is, 13-year-old boy charged with assault for blowing McDonald's French fry McDonald's out of straw. Thankfully, the fast food chain has already pledged to remove these dangerous French fry launchers from its restaurant. Have you well, heard about that? get rid of straws. Yes. Last month, McDonald's announced that it will soon start swapping its plastic straws for paper ones. That is right. If you can blow a French fry out of a plastic straw, what makes them think yeah. you can't blow one out of a paper straw? It doesn't make sense. Okay. It don't make no sense. So this is going to happen at all of the restaurants in the UK and hey, in you, Ireland. You know what I did today? What? I went into a Hardee's, which, oh, which is... Uh, it's my favorite it's, place. Sometimes it's Carl's Jr. in other places, same company. Yeah. But um, I went in and they had the uh, order your own, a kiosk, order, yeah. order your own food. Yeah. Is it the one here in our town? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was a musical, wasn't it? <laughs> but anyway, um, so I went in there and tried out one of their honey butter chicken biscuits yeah they need to go back to the drawing board oh is it that bad i'll tell you what they're a monster thick burger lettuce wrap for people who don't like gluten is delicious oh i want all the gluten i can get free. Oh, i want man. it to be free i don't want gluten. i want my gluten 
free. You ain't paying for your gluten. I ain't paying for it. But uh, you know, what what a burger's got this delicious honey butter. I wouldn't know. Well, they, I'm saying they got this delicious honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah. And now Hardee's is trying to do it. Well, maybe you just got a bad one. No. So here's what happened. So here's what happened. <laughs> Sorry. You, get, you go to Whataburger and you order one. Yeah. I said, I want extra honey butter. Yeah. And they give you this pre-packaged, you peel the top off, it's got this delicious honey mm-hmm. butter. You go to Hardee's, they're like, okay, it's like 80 cents to order extra because there's hardly anything on the biscuit, but I wanted to get a full experience of if this is any good or not. Stuff tasted like sugar and butter mixed together. It didn't even taste like there was any honey at all. It, it tasted exactly like when you mix sugar and butter together. That sounds good to me. No, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> I'll good. take saying that. How do you make cake? They need to go back to the drawing board. Okay. They oh, did maybe not somebody right. heard you. I doubt I just, it. But, but, you know, I maybe. quit eating their burgers because I went in there one day and it tasted like our hamburgers from high school. Oh, the burgers there now are maybe they fantabulous. Well, they were good and then they got bad. Maybe they went back to... Are you flirting with me? No, my contact's messed up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not winking at you, you freak. I had to ask. You're not Randall. <clears throat> All right, so back, back to the UK and to Ireland. It, it currently has 1,361 locations in the two countries, and those restaurants go through about 1.8 million straws every single day. That's a lot of sodas and milkshakes. According to the BBC, just, uh, just one of those 1.8 million straws has the focal point of a recent court case, and it's, reason, it's the reason why a 13-year-old boy has been charged with assault. In November, the boy and three of his friends were eating at a McDonald's in Hammersmith, West London, uh, when they started acting like, well, Craig, they started acting like a group of unattended 13-year-old boys that they were. So one of them allegedly put a French fry into his straw and tried to launch it at his friend's face. (laughs) What what could could go wrong? He missed. The fry hit a woman who was eating with a group of her friends, and she confronted the kid. According to the Sun, all seven of them got into a fight that spilled outside the restaurant, and the boys all found themselves facing criminal charges. After a police investigation that stretched across an embarrassing number of calendar pages, the fry launcher was charged with assault. After uh, two magistrate trials, the charge was dropped, uh, and he after he accepted a police caution, so they gave him a warning. Don't. Uh, will you accept the police caution? <laughs> yes, sir. I will. Okay, officer. <clears throat> be careful, son. Be careful. Careful with your fries, be there, mate. Be careful with your fries. Be careful with your straws. Be careful. Thank you, officer. I accept your caution. The telegraph explains that a police caution is intended to be used as a proportionate response to low-level offending where a person has admitted an offense. Well, that's pretty cool. They say if, you, if they arrested a kid every time they acted like a kid. Yeah. I'd have been in jail my whole childhood. You'd still be in jail. It is not the same as a criminal conviction, but it can be taken into account if a person is arrested or facing charges again in the future. Okay, I see. So it may go on their record. It's like when you get a warning ticket from a cop about your headlight yeah. being out. And then two you, weeks you later, he stops over you. And they you, go, you go, can I have a warning? He goes, you already, you already had one. Yeah, this is your ticket. You've had your warning. One of the boy's friends also uh, has also been referred for a caution. One pleaded guilty to assault, and one is still waiting for his own trial. The boy's mother said the investigation and the legal proceedings were all supersized waste of time. Nice. And also said, we can't supersize here in the States anymore. They don't do it. We can large, medium, or small oh, they size. They don't call it supersize. Well, no, then it's not supersize. That's well, it is, though. It, it is, isn't. It, it, but it is. A supersize was just a large drink and a large fry. No, they were larger than large. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I guarantee it. They I just, remember. They just adjust it to make it look. They, they, they you take, are so. We're going to have to agree to disagree. No, they're no t- let's disagree the, to agree. No, what? Let's, let's agree to not agree to disagree ever again. <laughs> It's all, she, is the story over yet? It's no, no, it's almost forever. over. She also said there's no way her kid 
uh, fitted a fry or fired a fry at the stranger's face. It's ridiculous. I tried to put a chip in a McDonald's. Oh, well, that's her problem. She tried to put a chip. Right. They were shot confused. A fry. They yeah. were confused. She said it doesn't fit. So there you go. It now, doesn't fit. Now the story is over. We got a Randall story next. That's After a segue. 39 years. This is sad. <clears throat> you set the tone. I didn't know squirrels lived this long. <laughs> there you go again, stepping on my story. <laughs> After 39 years, water skiing squirrels show comes to an end. Isn't that sad? Remember the water squirrel? It was sad the way I said it. The water skiing squirrel was in uh, was Anchorman. The, let me. I never he saw said, it. Oh, squir- I remember that, but I never saw it. That squirrel is water skiing. Let me. Uh, I'll deliver it like you would. Okay. After 39 years. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Craig Underwood. I can make fun of Avery's toys. After 39 years, water skiing squirrel show comes to an end. How come I don't have that mean button on the new soundboard? Minneapolis, after four decades circling the pool. Oh, no, that's not the headline. you got to stop talking like me now. This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> that was you in that recording. Have you seen the video? Is that Actually, wait. Is that video the cornhole thing? Yes. That's why it was so familiar to me. This is a cornhole tournament. I saw that video for the first time, and I thought, that sounds strangely familiar. (laughs) He said, I know that song. And and these people are going to fight ripping their shirts off. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is a cornhole tournament. You just dumb. You stupid. But what's funny? What's funny is I watched the video like. (laughs) She said, I will stop this tournament right now. I will stop it right now. The funny thing is that it seemed familiar, but I didn't place it until just now. There you go. Anyway, after four decades circling the pool, Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel, is bringing her act to a close. This is, that's that's don't do that. We've moved into a fifty-five plus community, says Luann Best, who describes herself as Twiggy's mom. Oh, Twiggy, she's great in the sixties and seventies. Her mom must be old. Yeah. Luann and Twiggy made their final public appearances on Sunday, performing at the X Games. <laughs> In Minneapolis. The squirrel's now doing flips and jumps. The next games have gone really down. (laughs) As always, children sat along the shallow pool enthralled as Twiggy stood upon a pair of skis pulled by a remote control boat. Suddenly, a crocodile jumped out of the water. That's not it. Casey wasn't there. Uh, Remember Casey the Croc? I'm I'm going back to an episode there. Twiggy! (laughs) Pippi! Twiggy! (laughs) During thousands of appearances, Luann has served as, actually, Luann, as Master of Ceremonies, dishing out both shtick and poignant message. A poignant message. I like the word poignant. It's hard to say. <laughs> it sounds like pregnant. It sounds like somebody that can't say their R is pronounced pregnant. Poignant. It's poignant. Message about water safety. Poignant. The mission to close. No. Uh, the mission to close. <laughs> you want to use my contacts? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you work contacts. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The mission is close to Luann's heart. And, you know, I was stroking out, and all you cared about was the show. That's really all that just my, happened. Well, maybe my priorities are a little out of whack. It might be a little bit. The mission is close to Luann's heart. In 1997, her husband Chuck, an auxiliary trooper with the Florida, oh, Florida, he Florida was, Highway Patrol, he was a trooper. drowned when oh. he jumped into a river to, save, uh, to rescue his stepfather, who had fallen out of a boat. Oh, my goodness. Chuck's stepfather survived, but Luann's husband was able, unable oh, to get back man. to the boat. No wonder she wants the squirrel. She's worried about it. She's concerned about his health. Maybe. Drowning people don't mean to hurt you. They're just panic-stricken. They're going to fight you and do whatever they can to get above the water. And, and we learned that. Get air. We learned that in first aid. Luann said in the 2013 interview with KARE11. KARE11. We care about your health. That was nice. Thanks. 
neither Chuck or his stepfather was wearing a life jacket, though they were stored on the boat as the law required. Yes. How many of you all wear a life jacket when you're on a boat? I see a show of hands. Luann set, always quizzed the children who gathered around Twiggy's pool. Do you think Twiggy needs a life jacket? She'd ask the children as they nodded in unison. That squirrel is water skiing. Luann would then pull out a pint-sized life jacket she cut from a can koozie, or cozy, which she would pull over Twiggy's head. They're she pronounced wanted, koozies, but they're spelled cozies. I know. She wanted Twiggy to be water safe. Of course. Uh, wanted water safety. You know, it's, if I don't have a microphone right in front of my eyes, it's easier to read. Yeah, she but wanted we need Twiggy, it there. She wanted uh, Twiggy to be... Uh, to, uh, is oh, this, wow. Is the story over yet? No. She wanted Twiggy to be water uh, to be to water safety what Smokey the Bear is to fire prevention. She believed. No, I believe. I don't remember Smokey the Bear wearing a, a water uh, preserver. I believe with all my heart and soul that this was Twiggy's purpose. That's the Lord that provided that, she said. Wait a minute. She's, she's saying. Is that, Twiggy dead? No, Twiggy's not dead, just retired. But she's saying God made the, uh, the life vest. From the cozy, that 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 twi- that was Twiggy's purpose to help those kids. What's that next line? I just said that. That's that, the Lord. That, provided that's the that. Lord that provided that. She said that the the, the oh she's not talking about the, the life purpose, vest. The purpose. Oh, the, the porpoise. The porp. The I porpoise. didn't even know there was a turtle. No, there, there wasn't a porpoise in the. <laughs> a turtle's not. A, <clears throat> what? Oh my goodness! It's, that's a dolphin. A porpoise <laughs> is a dolphin. That's what I meant. I meant dolphin. A, a dolphin wasn't even there. Finish the story. Oh please. my! That was the finish. Oh, good I'm about to start <laughs> My soundboard's heating up again. <sighs> Headline is I can't feel my I can't feel my extremities anymore. Just let's get finished with the show here. Wheelchair bound man who sues inaccessible shops can actually walk. And he's busted. A wheelchair using Queens man who's been shaking down businesses by He's thre- a queen? No, by threatening to sue for millions over their lack of handicapped access. And if they don't pay him first, that's that's he says, you pay me or I'm suing. Yeah, he's, ex- he's extorting. Yes, was walking just fine when the Post visited him this week. Please take out. I don't want pictures. A panicked-looking Eric Matov said while walking. Matatov. This guy's Russian. Oh, I wouldn't mess with him. What's his you hurry? Know, you know, Boris Matatov. <laughs> <laughs> get the motion squirrel and get my wheelchair. <laughs> said while walking backward and maybe that's it maybe he can't walk forward so he uses a wheelchair could be um matilov age 24 has been making fifty thousand dollar demands of dozens of manhattan businesses that aren't wheelchair accessible and pocketing the cash or suing them for five million if they don't cough it up the city doesn't like competition no (laughs) in one case he claimed that he would be humiliated to accept an employee's help up a few steps into the into the tween clothing store journeys okay tween uh, journeys is a foot store it's for shoes right it's for tweens okay it's it's a teenage kind of yet when the post rang matov's rego park doorbell tuesday and a woman called him to the door he walked over on his own and then stood there without assistance when the reporter identified himself and asked matov if he uses a wheelchair matov made his plea for no photos and the woman then slammed the door a few minutes after that, he lumbered out of the building <laughs> and walked to a pal's Lexus waiting 40 feet away, which he entered as the friend held the door open for him. He lumbered out of the building. 
He had lumber. The men drove to a local Jewish community center where Matatov exited the car and unfurled a blind walking cane. Oh, Craig. so he went from not being able to walk to not being able to see. Yes, he then walked off using the cane to fill his way, but not for support while the buddies held his arm. The serial litigant's attorney, who has helped him send threatening letters to nearly 50 businesses in the past few months, claimed that he had no idea about his client's ambulatory abilities and that he doesn't even know him personally. Oh, wow, said lawyer Jeffrey Neiman when told what the Post saw. I don't know anything about that, really. I had no idea. Matatov said he usually needs a wheelchair, but that he didn't comment in terms of when he needed it. I didn't have a reason to question him, uh, to question someone in a wheelchair, you know, the attorney continued. So he's busted. It's just hard to get through that story. It's been hard to get through the fast. (laughs) Wow. I think I just stroked out. (laughs) 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 Let's get get this show done. For the Mark Patch Top 10. Thank you. Finally. (laughs) We need naps or something, food. It it just all started with that soundboard. No, it all started with you showing me that picture of the freak with the lips. Pete Burns? Yes. You'll spin me round, round, baby, right round like a wreck. Top 10 most overrated TV shows. Number oh, 10, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, I agree. Glee. Number nine was in our last <laughs> It was also number nine in the last one. <laughs> yes, it? it was. Adventure Time. Um, oh, number eight does not belong eight, on this list. Yeah, number eight's definitely overrated. Breaking no, Bad. No, it's not. It's underrated. Whatever. And Better Call Saul is, is doing great, too, which what? starts back. By the time this episode airs, it but will have started back. Fargo ever coming back? Is Fargo done? No, I think Fargo's done, unfortunately. One of the greatest shows in TV Probably history. dud of an ending last time. Top 10 most overrated TV shows, number seven, absolutely keeping up with the Kardashians. I've never seen an episode. I just let them go on up ahead. I don't want to keep up with them. <laughs> never seen it and never cared. It's not to. like I couldn't spot her from a mile away anyway, right? Yeah, the next two were also in our... Yeah, uh, they were. Number six, South Park. It's very overrated. I agree. It is very overrated. Number five of the top ten most overrated TV shows, SpongeBob SquarePants. See, I don't, I don't know that SpongeBob is so overrated as it is oversaturated. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Uh, number four, I disagree. I, I agree. I, I, I agree. I, I, here's the thing. I like this show because it actually hasn't so, – I mean, it does repeat a lot of the jokes because uh, – what's his face? The, what's his name? The guy that did uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> Uh, the Big Bang Theory, number four. I like it because the jokes are nerdy and funny. They're not. Have you me, ever, because you're not, you don't get them. No, that's <laughs> not true. The thing is, okay, I must admit. But, it, but it is the same type of joke, like Two and a Half Men, over and over again. But I do like I've the, never seen Two and a Half Men. You're not missing out. But, but I, do, um, I, 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 I do enjoy the nerd aspect of. I'll tell you what. I am allergic to laugh tracks. Oh, I know. And I don't watch any show that has laugh tracks. Have so, you seen the clip of Friends without the laugh track? I've seen the clip of The Big Bang Theory without the laugh track, and it was painful well, to sit through. There's, there's one, though. There's a clip of, uh, was it Joey or Ross? They're at something. They're having this conversation. It turns into like some weird thriller, like uncomfortable, creepy thing without oh, the wow. laugh track. All right. Now, uh, number three of the well, top the laugh 10. Track, the laugh track is to hypnotize you into thinking it's funny. Yeah. It's manipulation is yeah, what it is. Yeah. yeah. And those people are all dead. Hollywood still uses the laugh track from the 50s. Is that, that, was re- is that really the same yes. one? Yes. I learned that from Andy Kaufman's uh, autobiography. Yeah, he can't back that up either because he's dead. Well, now he can't. Or is he dead? Is he? Is, is he? he? Don't call me is Izzy. He? Don't call me Izzy. Is he? Number three of the top 10 most overrated TV shows. I wouldn't know because I've never seen this either. Jersey Shore. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Nope. All right, good. Don't want to. Number two of the oh, top, you've seen this one. top 10 most overrated <laughs> TV shows. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. You know, the kids used to watch this one, and, you know, 
You've, have you seen the documentary Bronies? Uh-uh. It's I have It's about these. I'm sorry, I may offend a listener here too. You know, Randall. But uh, <laughs> you know, they uh, they dress up like these things. They're, oh my gosh! They're, they're, and they they go to these these uh, conferences or That's these a uh, conventions. All right, the number one, you're going to have to give me a drum roll. Number one, top ten most overrated TV shows. I feel like Beverly D'Angelo at Christmas <laughs> yeah, Vacation every time you tell me to do that. Family Guy. See, here's the thing about Family Guy. Yeah. It's not really overrated. Is it not? It, it, According it, to this list from the top ten. It's oversaturated. There, there's a, overrated and sick of seeing something are kind of two different things to me. I'll tell you this right now, Craig. Of this list of ten shows, I have seen exactly one, two, three of them. I've only seen three shows on this list. That's, I'm, I'm, I need to get out more. No, I need to stay in more. I've seen six of the ten. Apparently. And I've seen a clip from Glee, but I've seen six of the ten. Well, that wraps up episode 198. Thank goodness. <laughs> what a rough episode. Yeah, but we were... Hey, you know what? We killed it. You think so? No, I mean, we really we killed the whole genre. Dead. We killed it. <laughs> There's nobody ever going to listen again. All right. Well, you know what that means, don't you? Two more. Two the more next shows. Next episode's 198. We're almost to 200. No. You know what happens at 200? Next episode's 199. I know, but you know what happens? We're almost to 200. You yeah. know what happens at 200? It's over. Yeah, there's no more 100s. We're now to 200s. That is if we can get a soundboard working ever again. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a review. Subscribe to... Boom. Darn it. Help.